Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 137, Top Insights from Launching Our First Airbnb. In this episode, we're going to give you all the top positive things that we learned and how we approached our first Airbnb and what you can do to actually make yours a success starting out. And we're also going to tell you different things that happen that we're not so happy to share with you. You know, the negative side of things, the things that the problems that we ran across and all of those different types of things that often come up when you're starting a new business venture. We hope everybody enjoys the show. Ooh, before you listen, I want to let you know, I am offering a live business course. This has never happened before. We have all of my students that are in Unlock Your Psychic Medium online business, anyone that's joined there or continues to join, you can show up live with us February 22nd to March 22nd on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us by going to lindsaymarino.com and click on the course button and you'll see Unlock Your Psychic Medium Online Business. I'm so excited about this. We have over 80 psychic mediums and healers already in the course. The other thing that I'm opening up again is Mediumship Mastery Circle. It's a membership specifically for mediums and I only open the door a few times each year. So go to lindsaymarino.com and you can find more info about that too. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the top insights of launching our first Airbnb. And we have a lot of insights that came from that. Right, right so obviously our hometown is Tampa Bay. But we did buy a new Airbnb and we're excited to share our top insights with you on actually what happened with us as we were doing that. But it wasn't in Tampa. So our first one is in Missouri, but I'm sure we'll have some Tampa stuff coming at some point. Actually, the, the place we're in right now will eventually either be an Airbnb or long-term rental. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. So we had so many different things that came up for us. You think that you're going to do it one way and then little things get tweaked along the way, right? When it comes to Airbnb. Exactly. You have this idea of how things are going to go, how much money you're going to spend, how much work you're going to do. (laughs) And then you realize it's like 10 times more. Yeah. And we only had one month. We had to get back to Tampa. Was it one month and five days or I forget the exact timing? Right. So we closed on our place in St. Louis on December 29th and we had to be back in Tampa by February 7th because of the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. were going to be in the Super Bowl. But Lindsay also had an in-person um, reading. reading on Monday, February 8th. So we had to be back by then. So it was our goal to get everything finished and it was maybe a little over a month maybe like five weeks or so Mm -hmm. so it was one of those things where from the moment that we closed tony was ripping carpets out of the out of the house the moment that we left we were still doing things as we're walking out of the house so i think it's important to note that if you are someone that's thinking of starting an airbnb make sure you double your time or maybe even triple the amount of time that you think it's going to take and money. Yes, and money. So money, time, energy. 
that I think the big thing that we've been talking about this whole time when we got back to Tampa, we were driving back and we're like, how the heck do we get that done? And it really truly was our passion. And we should probably back up a little bit and talk about why we even started this Airbnb. Exactly, because this is a top insight for you. And if you're like us, you have different places that you go to every single year. It could be a Florida trip that you take with your family vacation, or it could be like us to where we live in Tampa, but we go to St. Louis and we spend two to three months there every single year, and we do the same thing in Boston. So what we thought, this was probably 10 years ago, we started to yeah. formulate this idea that, hey, eventually, instead of renting hotels and renting Airbnbs when we go back to St. Louis and Boston, we're going to actually become it. Mm -hmm. And I think 10 years ago, I don't know if Airbnb existed then. It could have though, it could have, but we knew that we were gonna rent, we were gonna have real estate. Well, either way, we knew we were gonna buy the place. That's exactly, what was, that's what it was. And Tony and I, before we even met each other, we both had the plan that we were gonna own real estate. So it's been in both of our families where people have owned real estate at some point. It has, so we both had that belief and that energy and that passion for real estate and understanding the long term, how it could create wealth over time. And so it was like an easy, it was an easy decision for us. It's mm -hmm. not like I forced her to do it or she forced me. We were mutual. And I think that's big too. If you are a couple, um, it's really huge to have these conversations. We had so many conversations. Oh, yeah. um, I remember when I was every teaching week. every single week, every day. I, but I remember specifically when I was teaching in the schools every weekend, I would look forward to the weekends because we had dream build mm -hmm. and we could talk about how we're going to travel you know, around the world and have this lifestyle and have a, you know, a rental place here and have a house here. And it was all this dream building that helped us have this clarity. It's not like it just happened in one day. Right. And it's funny because one of my best friends from home, she's like, so are you still going to get your Massachusetts place? Are you still going to do the Missouri place? And I'm like, yep, we're still gonna do it. Now, the interesting thing is, is the way that this lined up this year, we were trying to figure out the order. Okay, what is the next move? And we always think, how will we do this next? What will be the next location? And we've been looking online for, I think for me, I have fun going online and just looking at like Zillow and Redfin and all the real estate sites. So probably for about a year or two, I've been looking just for fun in all different places, Boston, St. Louis, Tampa, and finally, we already had passed this specific place in St. Louis. Each time we went to go visit Tony's family, we would pass this place in the neighborhood. And they're a brownstone building, so they're all brick. And the moment we saw it, I'm like, that reminds me of Boston. I feel like that is such a good investment property. And that's actually what we where we ended up. Exactly. And it's interesting because my brother had bought a place in that neighborhood first and which Lindsay was talking about is we drive around on his golf cart because this is a golf cart community too. And every time we passed the brownstones or even just the neighborhood, Lindsay kept reaffirming, this is a great investment. Mm -hmm. We need a place here. And it's a neighborhood you'll fall in love with. There's lakes. Oh yeah. All of these different things, restaurants. And I mean, it's not like it 
it was just us who loved this place. I think everybody that knows about it or that goes to it, they're like, oh my gosh, this place is amazing. It looks like a scene out of a movie. It, and it actually, it was encouraged from a scene out of a movie too. And I and that's one of the things that you had written down here about the location. When you're choosing a location, it's so important. And you know more of the story behind how Newtown was created. Right, so if you saw the movie, The Truman, Truman Show. Show with Jim Carrey, the designer of that neighborhood is the same designer of our, the neighborhood that we live in now in St. Louis, or that we have a place in now in St. Louis, called Newtown St. Charles. And if you ever are in the Destin area, go to Rosemary Beach and you will see so the amazing, it's called Seaside too. So Seaside and Rosemary Beach were both designed by this person. And it is unbelievable architecture. The place in Rosemary Beach, it looks like California, Florida and Greece uh, and Europe. Yeah, right? someplace in All Europe. All mixed in one. It's amazing. Well, and I think it's weird too because it, there's no coincidences and I really, we believe in frequencies, but it's interesting because my heart guided me to this space for a retreat years ago. And it started where we started doing retreats in that area. And now all of a sudden we find out that it's connected to Newtown. Right, Somehow, because exactly. it's the same designer, like in that area. So I think that's interesting. So this could be another insight for you to where, go back into your past, think about that city that you go to a lot, if you're going to do it that way. You, you, of course, you could do it another way too, where you just want to be this Airbnb um, person that has 50 of them. I'm not sure if we're really going that direction. We'll at least have 5, 10. We have different locations. Um, so you don't necessarily have to do it in the location you and your family visit every single year, but I think it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. So where was I going with that? Yeah, well, it's an insight to think about where you want to go with this, if this is something that you're interested in. Exactly, and thinking back in you know the breadcrumbs, like Lindsay always says, the breadcrumbs in your past, where are places that you're going often? Where, where are the places that you are naturally pulled to to take a vacation? And just think about all those different ideas, the places that when you go to these places, you just light up, your energy transforms. Like, like another place for Lindsay and I is, we wanna have a cabin in the mountains because that's what it does for us. It's so peaceful. So another thing, another top insight that we had was we believe in self-education. Self-education is the new norm. And I stole that from Dean Graziosi. We took his course, the and Tony Robbins, the Knowledge Business Blueprint. And it is so true. We live in the information age. Anything that you want to learn, you literally can learn for free on YouTube or Google. There's an expert out there if you know how to sense and use your instincts and understand when someone knows what they're talking about and you listen to them you can make transformational shifts in whatever area you want. So that's what we did. Instead of just going in this blindly and thinking that we know everything and that we're just gonna do it the way that we believe that we should do it, we started immediately, we start to study the education of what makes a great Airbnb. And we started to take notes. I have this notebook right here full of notes, another notebook full of notes of Airbnbs and what to do to actually make them successful. So. Before we even bought the house, we were so clear on exactly what we wanted to do. So then when we bought the house, it was like Lindsay was saying earlier, we looked back after we got back to Tampa and we were like, how in the heck did all that just happen? And I will say it didn't just happen. We prepared, 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 and we were very passionate and had a lot of energy for what we were doing. And I believe that's why it happened how it happened. And also we were experiencing it firsthand by buying Airbnbs for how many years? 
We oh, were yeah. literally experiencing it and sleeping in Airbnbs and noticing every detail like, oh, I love this extra touch or, oh, I would have done this differently. So I think actually experiencing something before you do anything in your life is a huge thing. So you, so being in that energy of the experience, whether it's an Airbnb or it's attending a class that you know, you're deepening something with mediumship, you're attending it and like really living it and doing it, it makes you more apt to go out and do the readings. Just like with Airbnb, we've been in it. So we know, okay, these are key pieces that we can put in our own Airbnb. Exactly, that's a great point because we have bought in Airbnbs in <laughs> Italy and the mountains and St. Louis and we're some other places all around and we yeah. noticed and we had these conversations too. Um, I remember just talking as we're in each Airbnb Airbnb like oh my god I love this about this place um, I don't like that they don't like for example I hate when I go to an Airbnb or hotel and the iron is an <laughs> ironing board sucks like I'm going trying to iron my clothes because we have an event or we're going out to eat or something no we one time we had no apart. iron there or there's no iron at all so like all these little things it goes back to mm. um, the marketing experts what they teach you get inside of your ideal client's mind I think that's the best way that you can is by being your ideal client first. Exactly, and you want people around you to be loving and supportive. Like having the right team of people that you're working with that you can trust and you feel like has good energy towards yes. the business is so important. And we made a couple mistakes trying to um, jam people in. Like we actually, we had an amazing um, family cleaner she was going to clean but she had surgery so she has to heal up before she cleans and the big thing was as we were trying to rush to find a cleaner because one person said they were going to do it and then in the end they couldn't do weekends so we had to tweak the situation and put someone else in and what we recognized was if you're trying to rush things and you're kind of going against your intuition we we're like this isn't a good fit but i need someone in place don't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do, don't do that. Don't it's do more it stress. But luckily, thank God, we have someone in place that's amazing and has positive energy. And I think that's really important. You want people that have those positive vibes. You do not want anyone in there um, working for your company, no matter what it is, that has anything that's not support. You know, and that's important. It's very important. So in other words, trust your instincts. When we first hired the company that Lindsay's talking about, and of course we're not gonna say their name, Yeah. right away, within I think the first day or two, there was red flags. Like, you're all in past shoot, that's why you listen to this episode. So you, you feel what we're talking about, we just felt it. We knew it was a red flag, but like Lindsay said, we only had like five weeks, so we were trying to like put these things in place and right. we were so excited. Here's the thing, just slow it down, slow it down, because it, once you jam something in, then it creates more problems than it actually solves. And that's what happened with us. So then we had to fire those people. And like Lindsay said, we, we have this amazing cleaner now that brings great energy. Yeah. Um, we just, we feel, it, it's a difference. We just, I feel great when she's in our place to where the old pe the the last people, I felt like an uneasiness. I yeah. felt like um, a lot of just toxic energy from them. Yeah. So you need someone in place that you feel like can do the job without any kind of excuses on not getting it done and make sure they show up on time because it wasn't happening. Um, but it's learning and it's not always easy, but anything that you do, it is a learning process. And I think the big thing that we've spoke about is you're always gonna have people's opinions of how you should do something, 
how you should buy certain things. Oh, we were told to go to the dollar store to buy dishes. I'm like, nope, we're not going to the dollar store. That's not our clientele. And we had a certain vision on what we wanted. And I think that's what made it so much easier because we, I already went on Pinterest and I was the one that was kind of designing the um, visual type things. And then Tony was helping me and we were going into different places and, and he was setting things up and painting and getting everything prepared in the house. And I was trying to run around and get stuff at the stores too. So we worked together and we had our own little jobs that we were doing. And I almost feel like even though we were working really hard at different points, I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were just on, we were on, we were on a wave. Yeah, we were. I don't know. Unlimited energy until there was a certain point where I'm like, I'm so sick of the stores and I like shopping. And yeah. um, there's moments like that. So that's the thing. So we talk about self-education <clears throat> and getting the knowledge. Well, if you don't do that, like Lindsay's saying, and you don't have your vision, you're gonna have all these people pulling at you, um, right. telling you, oh, you should do it that color or this, or you should buy this, or you should do it that way, or you should charge this price, or you should charge that price, or you should do this. And it's so easy because these people are very convincing when they're saying it. It sounds very convincing because they believe it, right? That's what they're telling. And it's not like the people around you are trying to hurt you. They're trying to really help you. But we're here to tell mm -hmm. you, like, get that information from experts that are actually yeah. doing it and they have the insights that'll help you have clarity. And then once you do that, you're not, you're less likely to be pulled in 400 different directions. Yes, and like anything that you do, like if you're an entrepreneur, most likely you're an entrepreneur watching this, um, and if not, that's totally fine too. Go to the people that have done it before. Don't just listen to anyone that hasn't done it because I lived in that Airbnb group. Same with Tony. Mm -hmm. There's an Airbnb group for, I think there's like over 30,000 people in there and you can see people asking questions, sharing experiences, sharing the things that they went through instead of going through the hard way of, of hitting things that like didn't make sense for them to do. Like for example, it sounds crazy, but towels, that's a big topic in the Airbnb group. What kind of towels are you gonna get? What color are the towels going to be? Save yourself the time and energy from getting these types of towels and get this type of towel. Right, and if you're like me and you're not a laundry expert, you would think, wait, they're telling you to get white towels? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But it does, right? Why does it make sense? Just give them a little well, insight. Well, you know, some, some people say white towels because um, first you can bleach it and um, get any kind of makeup stains out or anything like that. And then other people, they would go back and forth and say, well, try bright color towels. But I noticed that a lot of people steered away from that mm -hmm. because they couldn't clean them like they wanted to and they had to get rid of them they ended up being rags so and you think about it think about the hotel industry most of them have white towels too there's a reason for it so they've tried it too but it really is these there are these little details and the most important thing is that sometimes you don't want to put out upfront money it could be in this Airbnb business it could be in your mediumship business where you're like oh I'll just do it myself I'll, I'll do it myself it might take a while, but I'll save some money. Well, what I realized over time and we've realized is sometimes it's better to hire the experts to come in and do it. Exactly, and just to piggyback off what Lindsay's saying, be willing to put a huge chunk of money into it without feeling bad. And the way you do this is you have a long-term vision. You yeah. have five, 10, 20 year vision. Because if you just have a month vision, you're gonna be like, 
what in the hell? Like, oh, yeah. For the most part, we kept paying people. We had to get a handyman in there. And then our, our dishwasher, all of a sudden, we're almost <laughs> finished with the house. I turn the dishwasher on, and there's water on the floor. I'm like, what in the hell? Now we got to get in the dishwasher and then the hot water heater, and we're paying all this money out. But the thing that kept us going was this long-term vision. And during that whole time, there were all blessings in those moments that came up because exactly. we were there when it happened. And the homeowners that sold us the house had a warranty for 12 months. So we're like, this is a blessing. This is abundance coming to us. And we're so grateful this happened when we were here. So, and if we didn't have the vision, we could have stopped even before we got the house. And I don't know if you guys remember, but in one of our podcasts, we talked about a situation that came up where we put an offer on a place and we didn't go into detail there. We put an offer on a place at the beginning and we were excited about it, but physically my whole body, I couldn't handle it. I, I was like, I can't, we can't do this. It looks beautiful on paper. Everything's perfect about it. It was not far from the other location. And I told Tony, I'm like, I know you're going to be upset about this. Cause we already like decided. Oh, yes. <laughs> We already decided this. I'm like, I can't change what my body's doing. There is a reason I'm telling you, Tony. And normally I'd be like, okay, you go with it. Like, if you think so, let's do it. I'll, I'm along with you. And he'll do the same for me. But I said, I can't budge in this. Like, there's no way. Like, physically, I can't do it. I feel sick. So that was a top insight for me. If your wife's a psychic medium and she's saying, hey, my instinct's telling me this. Don't be an idiot. Just listen to it the first time. <laughs> or if you're anyone, if you're any human and your radar is, if you're not emotionally. We all have radars. We all have instincts. And right? you were emotionally attached was, to getting a place at that moment. So, and for me, I was like, this is, this is not emotional. This is physically, I can't deny what's happening. We are so grateful that that house, that we backed out of that and we didn't do that because now we have the perfect place, even better location. We couldn't have handpicked a, per, a better place. And, and it was all um, from that trusting. It was the trusting. And all of this paid off within less than two weeks, we've already got four bookings. And right. we're sharing this with you because we want you to know whether it's Airbnb or another business, these insights could actually help propel you forward to that next level when you really start thinking about everything that's around you. You do your research, you have your experiences, you trust the process, you invest money and think of a long-term um, outlook instead of just that temporary, oh my gosh, I'm putting this money out. And trust it, trust the process. Exactly, and then you drop your mic, bam. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> And, no, and, it's hey. Look, after you put in all the hard work and sweat, oh my like, god! They always say blood, sweat, and tears. Literally, blood. So I got. I still have a black toe. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting in the putting green in the. Oh yeah, we have to share the. I have this tamper, and a tamper is this this tool, and it's like a flat metal thing to flatten out the uh, the rocks after you lay them down. It's heavy and it's metal, and I'm like, bam! It's like it's like eight degrees outside, maybe eighteen degrees outside. Yeah, it was cold. Bam. Bam, and all of a sudden I hit my toe. My still, toe's still black, and that was like a month ago. Yeah, and I think we should name, I know <laughs> the video is probably gonna turn off, but that's okay, but we really should name a few of the horrible things that took place so oh that we gosh. can share that. Well, let me just go on that. I was cussing out the mud in my backyard. It was, was pouring like, down rain. I, I was sinking in mud, and my feet was sinking in mud because the the, the land that it's built on, where this neighborhood is, it used to be cornfields. So it's like very good soil that you can make cups out of. 
And I was sitting there sinking in the mud trying to put this plastic border. It's like a border that goes around in landscaping and it's twirled around. So it's made for the, when, when it's hot outside, so it could, so you could unwind it and it could bend. This stuff was not bending while I was sinking. It was flicking mud all over my face. Lindsay's up at the top floor looking down on me like, this crazy dude, what's he doing? <laughs> and this was well, in freezing cold weather. Freezing cold weather. I know you asked, you're thinking, why are you trying to do landscaping in the winter? Look, I really wanted a putting green and I had a couple of days span to where it wasn't gonna snow and everything. And long story short, I ended up getting it done and I'm grateful that I did it. Well, and also <laughs> he was very stubborn about asking for help. And I called his mom and talked to his mom on the phone and she's like, I'm coming down there and I'm bringing, bringing his brother. So his brother Nick came and he, at certain points, when he wasn't doing most of the work he was doing by himself, he allowed his brother to help dig the dirt up. Remember, put yeah, it in bags. Yeah, exactly. And I will say, that's another insight. On that project in the backyard, I was, for some reason, I was just like, I'm just getting it done. I don't feel like that. Because at that point, we already had been there for four weeks. And yeah. I was open to a lot of help there in those four weeks. You saw it, right? Right, you and, were. And it, it made it so much easier. Open your heart. Open your heart to help. Because, of course, paying people too. But open your heart to help because once you do that, all these people start to come from different directions. It was amazing how and many people helped. It was amazing. Helped. We're so, so blessed and lucky to have the friends and family we do. And yeah. that's all I have to say about that one. Yes. So that was one situation. And the blessing in that was there were dirts, bags of dirt, over 30 something bags 30 of dirt. Heavy, heavy, they like were 200, 200 pounds. pounds each. Tony and his brother put it in the garage, and we had to figure out how to let it get out of the garage and i'm like well i'll just put it on facebook marketplace for free and see what happens it was like gold people were coming in within less than 24 hours right, right. they're like wait that's that newtown dirt that used to be cornfields <laughs> it's like like it could grow anything okay i'll be there and it was gone so that was that was something beautiful that happened so everything that was like a struggle or difficult there was a blessing in it right so i don't even know what else um that i could think of but there were just different moments where like, oh my gosh, this feels never ending. But then other moments, it's like we were so excited to have the finished product. So exactly. I think that's important. And it was never ending. So on February 6th, the day we left, we were planning on leaving at like 4 a.m. That's what I love doing. 3, 4 a.m. She doesn't like it. I love it. Beat traffic. We didn't end up leaving until 5 p.m. that day. We were we literally used every second of every day that we were there to get things done. Yes. That's a lesson. That's a lesson. Sometimes you do have to stay a little bit longer in whatever you're doing to get it done and complete it um, before moving on to that next project. Exactly. So we hope that this gave you some sort of insight, whether it's in an Airbnb or something else that you're interested in doing and kind of giving you that hope that it's possible and it's doable. Um, so let us know in the comments what you took from this episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.